And my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. Coming up next is Women's Magazine with Global Val, so stay tuned. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. an underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. Well, hey there, 
San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy. And this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! And you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Coming up in just a little bit is Women's Magazine with Global Val. This is Roman, host of the Weekly Review, every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Following Women's Magazine is the Common Thread Collective from 3 to 6 p.m., so stay tuned.
From the 718 One in the jungle bro The other quest from Queens Yet I had the matrix Of the 516 in my jeans So I sided with my front To bring my second old call For me and a sheep Remissions on the beach Of 804 You're running on an empty But tank. still get paid in full And get the girl Man I'm packing gravitational pull Bring the instamatic avalanche My code intervenes I'm out to scout The area that remains to be seen Well many many digits Have me sinking in my wizard Man who's ringing out my area Oh I used to shoot with Tooth the bridge But that's gone like the 718 out of Vietnam. Sniffing sky pages had me drugged. Man, I knew a psycho. 703's on my love bug. I made makes with the brothers up in 215. Crazy Buddha's in my mind. My Chattanooga champs had me late for the camp. And my 2022 keeps me marvelous. I guess Mars was my hideaway. But if the stars for a getaway Since I'm capable, I conjure up the walking this way I slip a syllable for Aspen and a Chester souffle I be the 919 seeker, cause ain't off legit So when I'm with my crew, I always have a place to sit Due to this, a brother tries to play Yeah, like when in five Yo, on the kid try to flip on me They instigated a brawl So we set our knuckles unstunned and made them all fall Then I just laughed <laughs> We whooped that ass And with the feelings inside, I know who I am I cash the grain by the pound I make sounds with the horn. When I color the corn, caught the fit. And sit to two with honey slung the Well, tip. I'm taking my funds to the 301s while I'm playing my flute in the red caboot. My man from the 908, he don't like it like that. So I pipe still the sunshine hikes. I can't love the master plan. Makes the Malibu idol. God forgive me. Well, it's a hook. The third to the O to the five had the feel of vibe. When the 516 played con. The man
control. I got status because I'm baddest with the paint. Giving upside down frowns to London in 703. Three. My moms didn't like it. I had to let be for the fat LA's bricks because my semen ends with the letter T. My seat is hard to submerge. I played attack on the wall if my rear's not watched. Because some knuckle might just head for the urge. But I got Prince Paul in the area. I got hot dog in the area. I got the violators in the area. I got the violators in the area. It don't matter where you hide. I clear up the fog. Hop the fuck out of here, you fake ass frog. Clear my area. I'm going home now. I've been up all night. I've been up all night. It's still Friday to me. Come on now. I'm going home. Welcome to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco in the Mission District of my hometown and a a beautiful city, a city with its so many tales uh, to tell, so many faces, so many colors, and... uh, and uh, it's something that we pride ourselves on most definitely. Uh, the inclusiveness, the diversity, uh, the 
the oneness of, of our communities, but also all the different facets of it. It's kind of like a beautiful prism, San Francisco. Um, of course, we're not without our problems, and we talk about those quite frequently. Um, however, <laughs> um, it is a pleasure and a privilege to be here broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio, 21st and Florida Streets here in San Francisco. It's a kind of a muggy cloudy, hot summer day. Uh, reminds me of uh, good old summer weather here in San Francisco. I grew up here. Um, I'm a multi-generational uh, San Franciscan. And uh, I know that when I grew up, I grew up out near Ocean Beach. It was foggy every day. Like every day. I mean, I would go outside and, you know, you just kind of got used to it, you know. Um, but but you'd look forward to those one or two really nice days in May and then a few more nice days in like September and October. Um, the climate times have changed. Uh, there's certainly much more frequent uh, clear skies in San Francisco, a lot less fog. Um, so it is rather nice when the fog does return. And I'm happy that you're back here on uh, returning to Listen to Women's Magazine or perhaps for the first time. Um, so uh, stay tuned. I'm going to play some music for you. We're going to jump into a, a few different topics of import this week. Um, but uh, I think you'll enjoy. A little music, a little news, a little commentary. And if you want to be part of this commentary, give me a call. 415-550-0511. That's Mutiny Radio. say what can I say Nirvana said it everyone is gay yeah I know I'm broadcasting from San Francisco so if you're out in the world you might be kind of like rolling your eyes a little bit and saying San Francisco um but really, uh, growing up here is a unique experience uh, being here in the Bay Area being surrounded by as all of the uh, communities I alluded to earlier in the little introduction, um, you really do grow up queer, uh, whether that means you're actually sexually into people of your own or various uh, genders. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, you could be completely heterosexual in your orientation and yet still be queer. And so I would 
declare that I'm queer here in San Francisco um, and the solidarity that people here in the city, I would hope, uh, feel for the LGBT movement, um, the people. Well, let's let's break it down. Movement is, is about people, um, the people across not only this country, but around the world who are subject to laws and discrimination that, I mean, wholly affect uh, their lives. And we've really woken up. I hope people have woken up this week um, to those faces and hearts in our community and to the the movement of of gay liberation uh, with the horrendous tragedies that happened in Orlando. where a gunman walked into a nightclub, which is supposed to be a fun, safe space. Um, a, a, a person who had apparently frequented the nightclub had had some personal profiles on some gay dating websites, um, and yet, uh, you know, had so much hate, perhaps even for himself, that he felt the need to take it out on others. Um, obviously, there's some sort of mental instability there, some imbalance uh, to, to think that you need to go in and kill people. Um, I think that that's always a, a misguided endeavor. I mean, whether it's going in and, and, and killing somebody that, that you're angry at, something specific, or taking out anger on groups of people, or war, for that matter. Um, any type of murder is uh, a, an atrocious event. Uh, it takes away human life, human dignity. Um, what's, what's interesting, um, as news kind of st- continues to come out about things that happened in this at this nightclub um, apparently there was like a two or three hour uh, process um, you know the SWAT team arrived they kind of had to assess the situation get the layout of the place um, the shooter took some hostages into the bathroom apparently um, 49 people were dead and um, and though of course we don't have all the information yet um, there there may be even some indication that some of the shots fired uh, at the shooter and at the club from the law enforcement may have actually taken the lives of some of the patrons there. Um, again, I'm not a judge and jury. Uh, I'm not the investigator, but um, get out there and, 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 you know, if you can handle it, get in and read these news stories. Um, it's just terrible. Um, it's been a hard week. It's been a hard week um, around the country, around the world. And uh, we just want to send out some love to everybody. Um, and I think the best way to do it is through music. And uh, one of our friends who comes here to Mutiny Radio is a spokesperson for the transgender community, internationally recognized rock star, movie star, spokesperson Ryan Casada and Ryan Casada was even recently on CNN talking about the the bathroom laws um, and I think that Ryan has an amazing song that really speaks to what everyone in this city and the LGBT and the queer community and in the straight non queer leaning community whatever it may be whoever you are it's about humanity and so here's ryan casada's song uh, that i would like to send out to everybody today with love
Love around the world. That's what we're all about here at Mutiny Radio. At least that's what I'm about here at Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val, and I thank you for listening. And I want to thank Ryan Casada for continuing to uh, to be a spokesperson for the LGBT community. Um, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of bravery to get out there and national television and um, and concerts and battles of the bands and and uh, you know f- documentary films. Um, to really explore um, human life uh, from from the perspective of, of the trans community. Um, you know what, people? We're all just born. And whatever we grow up to be, let's just say, hey, everybody, that's okay. Um, I was reading an article, actually. Um, Brokass Stewart, who, who was a columnist here in San Francisco, um, and he also ran for mayor, um, he posted a, an article um, written by a woman named Amy Kushner, I believe. And she had a very interesting perspective um, and response to the uh, Orlando shooting. Um, she wrote about how gay clubs, dance clubs, have been, in her life and in the lives of, of many people she knows, um, safe spaces for straight women. And I think that's a really important point. And, and I've certainly danced at gay clubs myself uh, as a straight woman. Um, so it really is an interesting perspective. It brought me back to, um, you know, those times and out, out with friends. And all, all of those experiences were always just a lot of fun. And you don't feel threatened. Um, you feel like you can like talk to anybody. You can dance with anybody. Um, it's all just people having a good time. And I think especially it's true. Um, I think her point was really good because if you are a woman and you go to a, I guess a non-gay club, um, you know, clubs are places where a lot of people just go to cruise and like hook up and stuff. And I, I honestly, I, you know, there have been moments at, um, and, you know, out at night, nightlife, um, where being a woman really is not a comfortable thing. Um, it, you know, you feel like there are men who are, you know, just kind of staring you down, like with like, you know, kind of creepy stares or, you know, you're out there dancing either by yourself or with your friends. And, you know, sometimes guys come up to you and they want to dance with you and it's great. Hey, let's dance. But then like, I feel like there's this whole, you know, culture that, <laughs> that rolled through where it's like, they just want to come up and like grind on you. And you're like, you know what? I don't mind dancing with you, but I, I, I don't need you that close, you know? And so, so I think her point was, you know, she and, and her friends had found that going out to gay dance clubs were always a really uh, positive experience, a fun experience, making new friends, um, having a good time, and not feeling endangered, not feeling pressured, not feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to have to run away from this creep, you know, and he's going to ruin my night because he's going to keep following me around trying to talk to me or trying to touch me. Um, so, you know, it's it's something to really pay attention to. And I think it brings us into the broader question of our of 
of our culture, um, especially with the recent um, injustice, we can say, of the, uh, the, the light slap on the wrist sentencing of the rapist from Stanford, um, coming from, you know, culture where it's okay for you to abuse alcohol, but not only to abuse alcohol, but then to take liberties because you're intoxicated. And those liberties, which are not actually, you're right. Um, you know, uh, you know, guys, guys get real creepy sometimes and it's not okay. And, you know, and, but they often feel rather entitled to, um, you know, kind of harass you and, and be creeps and, and be inappropriate and say inappropriate things and assume, um, you know, assume a lot about what a woman who's out having a good time, maybe having a few drinks, you know, assuming what, what's going to happen at the end of the night, you know, oh, maybe if I talk to this girl for the next few minutes and like buy her a drink, like, you know, next thing you know, we'll be out like back, like, you know, making out or getting it on behind the club. And it's like, you know what? You can't assume that that's the way that things are going to go. Um, so I think it, it really, you know, we're looking at our culture right now and it's kind of like the, the labels being peeled back and we can really see it. Um, and it's not so pretty at times and from certain angles. But I think the fact that we get to see it is going to help us maybe repaint that picture. So... I think the most important thing when we're talking about feeling safe is feeling like there's some place to call home. And so here's a little more music that uh, maybe will soothe, soothe us a little bit here. Closer to my home I'm getting closer to 
Welcome home here at Mutiny Radio. I'm Global Valley listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. Be sure to tune in to, to Women's Magazine on KPFA 94.1. That show runs Mondays 1 to 2 p.m. on 94.1 FM and KPFA.org. A lot of great people working on that show. I work on it occasionally. I'm a contributing producer, but they're always putting out uh, great content. Um, so speaking of home, one of the one of the topics that I've been following here is the Syrian war and refugee crisis. Um, last week on the Common Thread Collective, we had Sarah Powell who was here. Um, she had just come back from Greece and Turkey working with the refugees who were showing up on the shores. Um, and then a couple months back on Women's Magazine, I interviewed um, Kate Weber. No, not Kate Weber. Olivia, um, who was... Uh, also a kind of a self-guided volunteer going out uh, to the island of Lesbos in Greece um, and and literally standing on the shores of the island and welcoming boatfuls of refugees, not just from Syria, um, but from uh, many countries um, in the Middle East and in Africa who are fleeing their countries uh, because of war and and uh, the, the daily threat of violence. Um, so recently, the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, that's the W-I-L-P-F, WILPF, um, which formed back in 1915 in the midst of World War I, uh, international women's organization trying to uh, create a, a peaceful world, Still working on it. They had their uh, 100th anniversary last year. Um, our friend Alexandria Rain-Smith, um, who's a poet, she got to go to The Hague for that 100th anniversary. She was a keynote poet there. Um, but Wilpf um, just recently um, hosted their uh, women's delegate, dele- well, they're all women, um, a delegation from Syria. Um, there, were three, there were three delegates, um, Salma Kahail, um, Rula Assad and Hivin Kako, and they're all the directors of various organizations, uh, Dalati, um, the Syrian Female Journalist Network, that's Rula Assad, and um, the Bihar Relief Organization. Um, so Wilp hosted these delegates um, to to talk about the the horrendous effects of war and displacement on Syrian women specifically. Um, So there's a big report that came out and I'll be kind of referencing it today and I'll I'll bring it back next week as well. So we only have about 10 more minutes of the show until the Common Thread Collective, which I may continue um, to talk about it there. Um, So there was a report that came out um, and and the work was done by by some phenomenal Syrian women organizations um, who face devastating threats and challenges every day. Um, And and the report is called Violations Against Women in Syria and the Disproportionate Impact of the Conflict on Them. It's an NGO uh, summary report. It came out this year, um, the Universal Periodic Review of the Syrian Arab Republic. so it was put together by Syrian women's organizations, um, and it was also done in collaboration with the Crisis Response and Human Rights Programs at the WILPF, um, with the support of the Kavina Till Kavina Foundation. And uh, Wilp believes that addressing the root causes of conflict from a gender perspective has never been more needed and crucial to achieving transformative change and sustainable peace. With this aim in mind, they've worked with the Syrian grassroots women organizations to collect data, develop drafting skills, improve gender analysis, and produce a report that highlights the crimes committed against Syrian women and the disproportionate impact of the armed conflict on them. Here's a little background. Five years after the breakout of the mass protests demanding freedom and justice, which the Syrian regime met with unprecedented repression and violence, leading to an open armed conflict, civilians continue to be the first target of hostilities and constitute the majority of the victims. They bear on their own the heavy weight of the violence that amounts to war crimes and crimes against humanity. 
Repressive practices and armed violence impacts women disproportionately as they steadily lose their security, homes, lives, family members, and social status in light of systematic targeting of civilians, proliferation of arms, which the U.S. government has a hand in, destruction of the legal system, and collapse of the rule of law. Violations against women in Syria did not begin with the armed conflict. They had experienced violations and discrimination in law and practice for decades. The government did little to stop gender-based discrimination, injustice, and violence against women, and has not taken adequate measures to improve the situation for Syrian women. The UNDP Gender Inequality Index that measures, that measures the discrepancy between men and women in terms of reproductive health, empowerment, and access to employment shows that in 2010, Syria was ranked 118 out of 148 countries without making any progress since the year 2000. The protection and empowerment of women requires a more comprehensive response to the crimes committed against them in particular and against civilians in general. This requires fighting impunity imposed by the Syrian regime through passing laws and regulations that exempt government staff and collaborators from accountability, setting up, setting up unconstitutional special courts, trying civilians in field military courts, and passing terrorism laws that predominantly target peaceful activists. Just talking about Syria here, I just want you to look a little bit below the surface here and see if you can draw any connections to what you see here in the United States. As a side note, of course, I go on with this report. The protection and empowerment of Syrian women also requires full recognition of their active role in leadership, development, conflict resolution, and promotion of durable and sustainable peace, rather than perceiving them as mere victims of the conflict. The cessation of the conflict and the improvement of civilian situations cannot be achieved without the active and serious participation of women in the legislative, executive, and judiciary powers, as well as through supporting local women's initiatives and their meaningful participation in all levels of the political process. I'm going to read a little bit more from this report. Um, this section is titled Gender-Based Violence. Gender-based violence has been prevalent in both public and private spheres for decades and was exacerbated by the armed conflict. A number of discriminatory laws, especially the six personal status laws of different sects, the nationality law, and the penal code, legalize and legitimize gender-based violence in different articles and under different pretexts. These include the so-called honor killing, forced underage marriage, rape, and arbitrary divorce by men. These laws subject women to the control of their male family members and is reflected in civil laws. The Syrian government's report submitted in January, or, sorry, uh, September of 2011 referred to the 10th five-year plan for 2006 to 2010, which pledged, quote, the Syrian government's report, quote, the amendment of laws and regulations and application of integrated measures to prevent and reduce violence against women, the modernization and development of national laws and legislation in line with the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, that's the CEDAW, International uh, Treatise that the United States has not ratified, CEDAW, and the issuance of a civil family law that guarantees the rights of family members, establishes gender equality, protects women from violence, limits traditions and customs that hinder their contribution to the building of a modern democratic society. Nevertheless, end quote, nevertheless, the Syrian government has taken no measures to develop and harmonize national laws with CEDAW articles, to which Syria has made no reservations. The government also did not ratify the CEDAW optional protocol or accept the amendment to Article 20 thereof, and none of the reservations have been lifted. Forms of violence against women during armed conflicts in accordance with the Security Council resolutions, in particular Resolution 1325, quote, during the armed conflict, Syrian women have been exposed to various forms of gender-based violence and human rights violations by government bodies as well as by some armed factions. These include sexual violence against women and girls and human trafficking. 
So next week, I'm going to jump in uh, to this report a little bit more and 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 continue. Um, but there are some recommendations that have been made here um, by WILP in order to address these things. Pass a law to protect women from domestic, namely, pass a law to protect women from domestic violence, including direct and effective enforcement measures. Implement Security Council Resolution 1325 and its subsequent resolutions that call for the protection of women in times of conflict and include meaningfully uh, women in the peacemaking process. Those are just a couple of recommendations. I think I'm going to go out on that one. I'm Global Val, and you've been listening to Women's Magazine here on Mutiny Radio. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, you know, like changing the world and making it safe and loving for everyone... Just remember, that inspiration is contagious. So peace, and thank you for listening. And stay tuned. I'll be right back in a few minutes with the Common Thread Collective here on mutinyradio.fm.